you should probably leave. But how? Bridal party introductions are so much fun. But what about your exit? Sparklers, balloons, flowers, and butterflies. Oh my. You're listening to The Ring, The Bling, and All The Things Podcast. I'm Christina Stubblefield, one of your hosts, along with my two good friends, Michael Gaddy and Sharon Rumsey. We are here to get you from down on one knee, down the aisle, and into happily ever after. Our informative episodes deliver valuable tips, trends, ideas, and advice covering everything from you saying yes to the I do's and all that happens in between and after. Now, let's get started with this episode. This episode is going to answer a question that we get asked all the time. We all know that you want your bridal party introductions to be epic. You want a special song. You want to get that crowd hyped up. You want your DJ to bring you in with a bang and set the tone for the rest of the night. But guys, have we ever thought about how we're going to leave our reception? We want to leave just as amazingly as we came in. On this episode, we're going to talk about send-offs, exits, and how to get out of that reception with a smile. Sharon, I know this is something that we've talked about before, so I'm so excited we are finally getting to this topic on the podcast I'll be honest with you. I have heard about so many different types of exits or send-offs. And the thought that is put into some of these, I love how you just said that. You, Your entrance being epic, a lot of people are wanting epic send-offs, like you mentioned. They do. And before we start this off, I know we're going to talk about all different kinds of exits. But I think it's important you need to make sure you know the rules at exactly. the, the venue, reception space, however you want to call it, that you're having. Because there's some amazing exits, but you got to make sure you're within the guidelines. And I know, Sharon, you're big about that. Yeah, most venues do have guidelines as to what you can and cannot do. Um, I have a lot of couples that are wanting to do confetti now. That's a really popular thing. To be honest, most venues don't allow it because it's such a cleanup mess. Um, we're using a lot of cold sparklers now. Those are so much fun and they make beautiful photos. But most places do require you to have a permit. So you need to make sure you're hiring someone that's experienced and knows what's required to do those and do those safely. Just because the ring, the bling and all the things shares these great ideas, things we've seen that doesn't mean you can necessarily do it. I know we have listeners from all over. So, and if you've done, if you're already married and you're listening to this or you're engaged and you have something planned, share it with us. We'd love to hear from our audience. I'm always looking for ideas. Mike, you're always there at the end of a wedding because you come back to get, to right. strike the florals. What are your favorite actions? Well, a couple things coming up in weddings. Matter of fact, this weekend and two weeks later, uh, we are doing cones. And one of them is filling rose petals into these cones. So we're taking in decorative craft paper, making cones and filling them with rose petals. And then each guest gets one as they leave. Pretty. For one thing, you can, most of the time they won't let you use silk petals. That has to be real because that's something that's going to fade away. And then also another one that I'm doing, we're taking um, sheet music. What the groom is actually a, I think he plays the violin or something. But we're taking sheet music, rolling it and putting 
different petals of, uh, not petals, but rose heads or heads of daisies, status, all kinds of dried flowers. And that's real popular. And I'll be honest with you, I have not heard of this until just this year. And I bet you three or four weddings that we're doing, we're doing that. And they're doing that at the end of the reception, not the ceremony. Into the reception. Mm -hmm. I love that idea because a lot of times people are doing um, outdoor spaces for their reception. Mm -hmm. And that's really smart to think about. Is the technical word biodegradable? Biodegradable. Is that the right word to use? (laughs) But to think about the dried flowers and things like that, how it can go back into the ground. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite exits as far as getting good photos, and let's face it, that's what the couples are wanting. When I wonder, I was going to mention something. I wonder if you're going to um, say it. It's one of my favorite ways and also <laughs> one of my least favorite ways because it's it's a little labor intensive for the planner or whoever's in charge of She's it. She's going to say something about a balloon, but I think. One of my absolute favorites is to get, you can't just get a white balloon. It needs to be the pearl white balloon. You buy the little LED lights off of Amazon. They're crazy cheap. They last for 12 hours. Um, You put one of the little LED lights in each balloon, and then you have the balloons inflated with helium. Now, Michael, definitely speak to this. That's an expense. It is an expense. Helium is expensive. This is an expensive send-off, but it's so freaking pretty. Then you tie that same color pearl ribbon onto the balloon. And each guest gets a balloon at the end of the night. You take them outside. It's dark. So you picture all the balloons, you know, lit up. And then you bring the couple out separately once everybody's in place. And, man, the photos go on for days. They are so pretty and so elegant and well done. I know Uh, one of the (laughs) ones you're talking about. I heard the story about it. But the photo was just, it seemed like it from your wording, was so worth everything it was. You just need to plan on extra people to be there because it is, to control that many balloons. To execute it, it needs to be flawless. I was going to say, because it takes a little bit of time, and sometimes Mm. these exits, it's all happening in a short period of time. And I really, I I am a huge fan now of the cold sparklers. I... If I could have them at every wedding, I probably would. For those who might not know what we're talking about, can you describe that? Can you explain that a little more? Um, I'll do the best I can. Okay. I I norm honestly, I work with amazing DJs that take care of all this for me. But um, it's a sparkler that's not hot. Like you can literally, it comes out of a box, a big box that sets on the ground. The DJ controls it with a remote, but you literally can run your hand through the spark and it doesn't burn. It's not okay. hot. So by calling it a cold So it doesn't okay. hurt the floor of the venue. It doesn't hurt. So it's not something that each <clears throat> guest ca- holds. That's just something different. No. No. Oh, okay. I'm talking about the cold sparklers that set in front of a DJ or in front of a door that are controlled by a remote. Now, I know what you're talking about. It's almost about. like a firework type yes. thing. Okay. But they are just... People Again, don't... check your requirements because like Sharon mentioned, there are times that you have to have, would you call it permit? A pyrotechnic permit. But that, again, like we say, almost every episode goes back to hiring that wedding professional because when I hire a DJ, I don't have to go get those permits. They know what they need to take care of. Okay. Yeah. But um, they're really, really fun. And what's really fun about them to me is people don't expect them. So it's kind of a big (gasps) moment when they go off and the photos are unreal. Now, what Mike is talking about that I also love again, a little bit hard to execute is the traditional sparkler exit where each guest holds a sparkler 
and you light them. And as the couple comes out, there's a photo taken. My only experience with those that would be a con is you have to get the extra long ones that are made for weddings. They're actually called wedding sparklers. Because if you don't, they burn out too quick for the photographer to get the photos. Right. So you just want to make sure that you're buying long ones that um, will have enough. I might have a silly question. Didn't it used to be rice or birdseed? Yes, you would it was. throw or something? Okay, that was usually after ceremony, though. It wasn't after. When the couple was exiting. No. Okay. All right. But you usually don't see rice anymore. I've seen birdseed. Is because, and they went from rice to birdseed because rice, if birds eat it. And it makes them sick. It makes them sick. Okay, good Plus, point. it's going to make a mess and it's not. But the bird seed is something that. Exactly, the birds okay. are going to come. Another thing is bubbles. Bubbles are really popular and. I like bubbles. Um, it's a good photo op. Well, I have heard quite a few people doing bubbles. And when we talk about bubbles, what pops in my mind is the wedding um, with the grandma with the bubble gun. Um, I sweet Mandy. Mandy, absolutely. But <clears throat> I have seen some gorgeous pictures with bubbles. Um, it's Photographers just, like bubbles. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's something that if you're at a place that has more stringent guidelines, now they may not allow that inside because depending on their flooring and stuff like that, obviously it exactly. can be a hazard. Especially on like, marble floors or something like that. No. Right. Right. I had, um, this was not my wedding, but I had a venue coordinator share a funny story with me the other day. It was a winter wedding, marble floors. Mike can probably picture exactly where it was. And, um, the bride wanted snow as they did their, la- they did a last dance, which we'll talk about in a minute, but she wanted snow. And, um, anyway, they lost their damage deposit because they had fake snow falling down from the mezzanine and it got real sticky and gummy on the floors and they had to bring in special people to clean the floors. Well, the other thing is I know there's been, I've heard about this a few places, so I'm going to say all of this. I know that there's been time with lanterns and being in the pet rescue and working with some of those organizations. I have seen some things about lanterns as far as where there can be some negative effects to them, depending on where they go or different things like that. You're talking about the lanterns that release and... Like the paper lanterns. The paper lanterns. We have done that quite a few times at weddings. Um, the thing about it is you it, just, it depends on the venue again uh, and the surrounding areas. Because, but those lanterns are supposed to be biodegradable and they get so high and they just kind of disintegrate. Well, that's the thing is I think knowing what you're purchasing and reading up on it Mm -hmm. and getting the right information to know what products you're using. But going back to the balloons too, that is another thing that, you know, some venues will not let you release those balloons. It's perfect for photo ops. Yeah, so make sure you ask. They may yeah, let you have may, them. But they may not let you let them go. Sharon, and I know that, you've talked about that before. Yeah, um, I actually, um, when I first started, and um, I, I'm probably doing myself a disservice here because you guys always hear about mistakes I made when I first started. But one of the mistakes I made when I first started was I was downtown, um, you know, dead in the middle of the city. And I had balloons and they released them well it's actually against the law (laughs) really so this is in louisville kentucky louisville kentucky it's against the law and i did not know that um so 
And it's because I found out later and I felt horrible that when the balloon pops, and it will when it gets too high or loses its helium or whatever, the little pieces of the balloon are harmful to animals. They would eat it and choke or something. And I'm a huge animal lover. I would have never done something like that on purpose. So um, I literally had, you know, a venue owner come out and say, if the police drive by, you're going to get cited. Well, the thing you mentioned, though, I feel like I've heard something about that because a lot of uh, memorial things or celebrations of life, um, not necessarily as recent, but I know that used to be a big thing about balloons, but it can end up in waterways, I'm sure. And right. But again, the reason we're bringing this to people's attention is so you can do your own research depending mm-hmm. well, on what works so for you. So now when I have a bride that wants the balloon exit, um, I ask guests to tie them on their hands, tie them on their wrist. Mm-hmm. And I, I literally make a disclaimer asking them not to release their balloons. And if you tell people why, most of the time they'll listen. I, I did a balloon release last fall and I, out of 150 we had one that got away from us um so I was pretty happy with that because I mean you take a bunch of people that have been drinking all night you ask them not to release a balloon it's a little scary but for the most part it went you know they did not release them well you know looking into this and when I did research on it it you would not believe and there's things here that I did not even think of but different ethnic backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, like, for an example, if I had one bride and groom that I read a story on that did palm leaves. So oh, they like had that. a palm leaf laying on their napkin, and then as mm-hmm. they everybody exited, they were waving palm leaves. Uh, even tambourines. You know, well, that you, would can, be you can decorate tambourines and, and, and make noise when they leave. It can be something that... Yeah. symbolizes something with the couple in your all's lives. It doesn't have to be something you've even seen before. The paper lanterns that um, that you guys were talking about, I have a really special place in my heart for those because when I was getting ready to start chemo a few years back, my family invited just super close family and friends over and everybody wrote a wish for me on their lantern and let it up. That's they, awesome. They have... I think that's really cool if everybody can write on the lantern and make a wish for the couple and then let it go up. Um, That's just a huge memory for me, and it almost makes me cry every time I think about it in the best way. But they also can be a booger because they're fire. Yeah. So you have to make sure that you don't, that you're kind of watching what you're doing. Well, where you're like, I think what Mike said, your surroundings, like if you're in a, um, heavily wooded area or you're in a busy um, business district or you just really got to work with, and I know we have people that listen from all over, you really got to work with your venue, your wedding planner to make sure you're doing things the safest way possible. hire those professionals. Well, we did a wedding in Bloomfield up on on a hill and it was in actually in their backyard. And that was the perfect one that I saw with those lanterns because it was up on a hill. There was nothing around. Right. Couldn't hurt and I'm anything. not kidding. You saw those lanterns for a mile away. They're so pretty. Now, I did another one that was on a farm, and it was in a valley. And those things would not go up. They landed Couldn't in trees. They landed in the haystack. I mean, we were all worried that there was going to be a fire. Yeah. See, that worries me, like, especially if it's the time of year where, like, things are dry. Yeah. 
And that was, that was in the yeah, middle like, of July. Yeah, like, you going to get in a bush or something. I don't know. I just Check your surroundings because although we love these ideas, and I can tell you all are really passionate about it, mm-hmm. we would never want to encourage people to do something that could be dangerous to them, their guest, any venue or surrounding so, areas at all. Something that I'm really falling in love with and um, can't take credit for, my, my couples come up with it. Um, I have a lot of couples now doing a last dance. And there's two different ways to do this. And, and if you don't want to spend money to buy the cold sparklers or the, or the real sparklers or, you know, the bubbles or whatever, but you just want a sweet way to end. Um, my favorite way to do this is you have, you have the DJ ask everybody out onto the dance floor. And by everybody, I mean the catering staff. I'm going to be out there. Um, you know, if, if Mike's there to strike flowers, we're going to tell him to take a little break and he's going to come out there with us. And we all form a circle around the couple. So all your guests that are still there, the entire team that has worked to put this day together comes out, catering staff, everybody's out there. You form a circle around that couple. Then they, they have chosen a song prior to wedding day that the DJ is going to play. And I've done some great ones. I've done, uh, I've had the time of my life, the, the one from Dirty Dancing. I've done um, Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Um, I just had a couple that did You Should Probably Leave. Um, you know, it's whatever they pick. Right. But. It's just you, a great way to end. Usually by then your photographer's gone. But it's a great moment for guests to pull out their cell phones. It's one of those times that we encourage it. It's the best video opportunity it's and, re- and it's real. It's not right. staged. You it's not anything. Just your couple out there and guest, your vendor team, everybody that came together to make that day happen is on that floor. And everybody sings along. You want to pick a song that everybody knows. They sing along. The couple does a last dance. And then about 10, 15 seconds before that song's over, I kind of give them a wink. And the groom will grab the bride's hand and they run out of the room. So it's a way to also get them out of the they're space. Out. If, if they don't want to hang around and take a million selfies and all that, and they want to go, that's a great way to get them out. Um, I've even like had my assistant holding an elevator so they can just run right to the elevator and go up to their rooms. Um, what a great idea. Actually, I was at a wedding that you yeah. did that too. And I had never seen that before. I love it. And I absolutely love it. Right. And they did not come back. They were done. And it, it, I like it because that is their exit. Right. You know, they're gone. And everybody and, cheers. Yeah. And, and everybody, you know, because you get that emotion where everybody wants to say bye. And right. it's like that lasts another 45 minutes. That well, gets these, them out of there and go on. These couples haven't been through it before. So no. if you don't bring it up to them, it can take 30 plus well, minutes and to say your goodbyes. It, and mm-hmm. just even if you've got a car waiting, it's not, it's tough to just walk past people that are trying to say bye to you sometimes honestly we're working on a a venue timeline where all the vendors have like an hour maybe two to get out of there so you don't want to hold the guest up talking and stuff because it it's going to delay that time absolutely but some of my couples now they want everyone to leave say maybe your venue time your reception ends at 11 they want to really end it at like 10 45 and get everybody out and then they come back in just the two of them, no to have guests, a moment. no anybody, and they do a last dance. I like that too. I love oh that too, and That's I always, awesome. I'm always tempted to peek, but it's supposed to be private. <laughs> but where the DJ is just there, it's just the DJ song. and the couple. 
And I really awesome. I really and and again, it's just whatever works for you and what feels right to you on your day. But there are so many good ideas, and you just have to look at your budget. But even if you have the money, maybe you don't want art. Maybe you don't want a woohoo exit. You know, maybe you want a quiet. You can do it on your own terms. It's your day. Well, there's a few more um, examples I want to share. And one bride collected bells antique bells and she gave probably 30 or 40 of them out I love and that. when they left they all rang bells and I thought that was really that interesting yeah, yeah I think that's very interesting Sharon you I'm sorry Mike you talked about a photo moment I don't know if you've seen but I've seen online before where people have done the color bombs mm-hmm. just to take a picture not even necessarily with anybody other than themselves mm-hmm. or just them in the wedding party I've seen some of that you talked about photo opportunities there's just a ton of ways we can well, talk about this all day. We could. We? One more thing that I've got to mention is butterflies. I mean, there is a company, and we don't. We we shouldn't look that up and post that. But we've got. I have had a few brides that they buy bu- butterflies, and they're in boxes. And if you look it up, you'll see great pictures. But every guest lets that better butterfly go, and then it just got butterflies everywhere. Neat. I mean, I, that's something unique and different. There is so many things out there that you can do that you would not even think of. Mm-hmm. So Google it and check it out. Well, and also Pinterest is another fabulous, fabulous place. That's something we'll add on the website, too, because we have Pinterest boards on there. We'll add exits and send-offs um, to a Pinterest board because I'm sure there's many examples. But I know a lot of people had asked us about this topic, so I'm glad to talk about... The different options, and I really love the one you said, Sharon, about the last dance. Like, it's just a nice way to bring everybody together, kind of close out your event. But I also, in my mind, sticks the one about the private dance for the couple. It's been a hectic day, no matter what. Just to have those few moments by yourself. It's a time to suck it all in and Mm -hmm. gather it all up. Well, and and honestly, if you really think about it, those of us who work weddings all the time, if you think about how much time a bride and groom have, just the two of them. <laughs> After months and months of planning. They have none. Like, none no, at all. Well, I know. Maybe a couple, right after this. Ceremony. I know a couple of wedding planners. and I really like the idea that actually um, will take their, their bride, their couple. Probably, you know, maybe 20 minutes before cocktail hours over. And they put them in a room and let them eat. Sequester them. Together. Uh, yes. Have their dinner together and everybody leave them alone. Just 15 so, or 20 minutes And of I'm quiet. actually like, I've really been throwing that idea around in my head to offer to couples that want it because they don't have any time. Well, I mean, I, people, I have literally, I have literally been outside with the bride and the groom at the end of the night and they're like, I didn't, I barely saw you today. Or yeah. they don't, they can't even eat. And you're talking many hours. My, my people get to eat because I, you make, I, it's still yeah. tough when people are talking to you and things like that. So that's a neat yeah. way to. Well, and that's another reason we don't ever let him go through the buffet. Hey, Mike, that's a her people buffet. eat. I was going to say, My her people eat because you know why? She puts it in that timeline. Yeah. <laughs> and they're they're actually given their food before anyone else and they don't go through a line. Or well, and I think that's a good way to wrap up this episode. When you're planning your exits, Sharon knows way more than I do. But what I've heard from her over the years, again, it's something that needs to be in your timeline and make sure you allocate the time to do it. Any additional people you need to help pull it off. And if you're going to do something, it's probably best to use professionals, no matter what you're necessarily doing. For the couples out there that don't have a wedding planner, you guys can do this on your own. 
but it's just something that you want to think about and have a plan for. Don't let it be 1045 at night and your reception ends at 11 and you're going, oh, how are we going to? And assign somebody up. that's a family member or a friend to head that mm -hmm. up and make sure at X number of time or X time, we need to be moving towards this. Yeah, that's make good... sure your DJ knows a plan. And yeah, um, I really like my couples to to not have to hang around if they don't want to. You know, again, like Mike was saying, you you can you can add on a lot of time with those goodbyes. So Absolutely. most of my couples want to. So yeah. really, this is the exit is just as important as the bride walking down the aisle. I mean, you take, I won't say it's just as important, but you need to take time to plan so you know exactly what's going to happen. Well, a lot of them plan their entrances. You know, I'm coming into this song. Mm -hmm. Our couple song is going to be different than the people in our wedding party. We even had a bride, um, Mike and I shared a bride, that um, each, each member, so each couple of the bridal party, walked into a different song uh -huh. that fit that couple. Like they put that much thought into their entrance, but sometimes they do forget to think about their exit. So you just yeah. want to make sure that you give that some time. Well, we hope that this episode provided some good ideas. And like I said, we'd love your feedback. Is there something that you did or you're planning to do? Shoot us a message, just go to our website, or you can always contact us on social media. Also, there are topics out there you want us to tackle that you haven't heard us talk about yet. All you have to do is send us a message. Anything else, guys? Mike, what would you like them to leave us? A glowing five-star review. Yay! <laughs> Mikey did it! Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Until next time, see ya! Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Ring, The Bling, and All The Things. If you liked what you heard, make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcast platform to get notified of upcoming episodes. You can also visit our website, ringblingallthethings.com, where you can join our email list and get notifications about new episodes and other information. You can also follow us on your favorite social media platforms.